Ladies and gentlemen, episode 15. We're not the Assist Podcast anymore. We're now the Austin Anthem Podcast. I'm Josh Jackson. I'm, I'm Andrew. I'm Andrew Urban. And I'm Zach Christodelides. How does Siri say that? Christodelides. And what podcast are we now, Josh? We are now the Austin Anthem Podcast. The Austin Anthem Podcast, the official podcast of Austin FC. Well, uh, well, close well, enough. Well, close enough. Can we say that? We I, can say that. Right? I, yeah, I guess we. We well, can say it. it we can say it. It might not be true. I mean, in, in 2018, isn't that how everything what works? We, what we are is the long, still the longest running major league soccer podcast in the city of Austin. Texas. Yes, even with a slight rebrand. Yeah, yeah rebrand happens. Yeah, you know. yeah. We're we're literally just going to be some new wallpapers and this wonderful new. Grackle that's on that's that, that we've been seeing uh, at the last party we were at. Uh, uh, we're, uh, finally, a grackle we, that I can love. We've been seeing this all over ACL. We've been seeing the logo, the shirts, <laughs> the stickers everywhere. Yeah, right? Uh, have you seen it on Twitter like people wearing their shirts to ACL and taking photos with them around? I love it. It's a lot great. of a it's, lot of photos have shown up, and I was actually at uh, HEB earlier today, grabbing some beer for the podcast and grabbing you know the weekly groceries. And, and, and uh, let me say thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. And the uh, the checkout uh, lady that I had was wearing an Austin FC shirt. Oh, wow, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. It's oh, a- oh, the, I, the, I just caught up on on our group chats, and Matthew McConaughey's son was at the airport in LAX with an Austin FC that's, L that, tree shirt. That's one of the pictures I was I was uh, alluding to. I think that's that's so cool, man. The random celebrity. Uh, what was I guess just a just a random celebrity? Yeah, paparazzi, those, kind paparazzi kind of thing. Kind of thing. Yeah, go figure. No, yeah. So, so essentially, if you if you were somehow living under a rock and you missed our party at Jack and Ginger's, because like over Zach, four, almost four to four to four hundred, four hundred fifty, five hundred people. Oh yeah, but I wasn't living under a rock. I was going to celebrate my sister's soccer game in Dallas true. and uh, also the state fair. You were eating all kinds of things fried. I was eating all kinds of things fried. <laughs> I gained like five pounds that weekend. So let's let's. I was I was amazed when you think about this. We were we've. We've gone through some ups and downs. It's been a year now since we've done the podcast. It's been, what is it? Uh, it's, it's we have an anniversary coming up actually. Yeah, this That's is a different the, one. This would oh oh well. Ten days from now. What's ten days from now? Ten days from now is the infamous Grant Wall tweet. Oh, the infamous Grant Wall tweet. Our yeah. our our year anniversary too. This is this has become a. Uh, yeah, we've been working for a whole year to this point and to this purpose. We've always been trying to drive people towards this, not only just the news of what's of how of this whole relocation saga, uh, and it might not be relocation. Who knows? It we might could, be expansion. We'll we could have an expansion team. We are actually going to be happy with whatever we get. We just we want Major League Soccer in Austin. We were MLS in Austin. Now we are Austin Anthem, the song of our city. And the brand is amazing. The story behind the brand. Here, this episode today, we're going to be doing a little bit of a recap of the event last week and all the goodness that was there. We're then going to have you're going to have an interview with Ryan Riggins, our director of brand, and um, and he is going to talk for a few minutes about what it what uh, what that the, whole process was yeah, like. What the whole process was like. Why we why we ended up with what we have and how wonderful it is and why. And then after that, we're going to do a uh, state of the relo, right? Yeah, and maybe a few seconds ago you might have heard a uh, can uh, of beer cracking, and this is uh, the return of the evening uh, call time for the (laughs) podcast, which of course means the return of drinking during the podcast. So let's everyone go around the table and just uh, share what you're drinking. uh, You've got the Robert Earl Keen going. This is a Robert Earl Keen honey beer, a honey pilsner. Well, the time, we are in September, so it's perfect time for Oktoberfest beers. I have the seasonal Shiner Oktoberfest Martzen-style beer. 
I know it's not local, but it is gluten free, so you uh, can uh, give me wow. whatever crap you want about that. Wow. Yeah. So fine. No, 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 no. I it's, you, it's good stuff. A mission, I, a mission brewing uh, lager. I give you props on that. We, we, we for my outdoor team, which we lost today. Oh, that's why I have a. That's why I have this cloud of. Of, of depression and depression. As the millennial, shouldn't you have some rosé? To, to be honest, well, I actually the first drink I had before we were when we were pre gaming the podcast, I had an Austin East Cider, which actually is gluten free. You could have had that and, and stuck with the local. Right, gluten free, great, because I've got guys on my soccer team that uh, you know prefer the gluten free beer. And absolutely, so we, we get all these all the beer from our no, sponsor, I mean, and they th- can't drink them. And let's be honest, living in Austin, Texas, the gluten-free lifestyle is definitely a thing. That is true, and I apologize that I forgot to bring my gluten-free tequila, because yeah, tequila the, is gluten-free. We had a post on social go up right before the podcast that said, I was looking forward to your tequila, and then you showed up, and there was no tequila, and I was very sad. So now you've got two out of the three members of the podcast <laughs> depressed, one because he lost a game, one because there's no tequila, and I don't know, are you sad for any reason? Uh, there's I, no reason to be sad. We just had this great party at Jack and that Ginger's. Is, if, so think about this. We had we had we don't have we we don't have a team here yet. Nothing's been announced yet by Major League Soccer. We we certainly have a name. We have colors. We have everything that's necessary for a team. Well, what did Alistair McAllister say? Yeah, Alistair McAllister on the throne today. His whole point was basically, have we be uh, put the cart before the horse here a little bit because we have the crest, we have the colors, we have the team name, we have a supporters group. According to him, we have two supporters groups. Of course, the oh, the, the Alisters, Alisters the, yeah. the terrible supporters group that Come no one on. should ever do anything with. Do his accent. Do his accent. Ah, Alistair McAllister here. I mean, I can't do a Scott. <laughs> I want it noted that I did not try that. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Oh, we have another one opening. Which here. one did you get? Oh, we got a Celis Pale Block. Oh. Pale Block. So how far is Celis? I mapped it out from how far Celis was from the McCalla Stadium. Uh, it's definitely walking distance. Yeah, it's a, it was 1.2 miles, I think, tops. Maybe oh, less. Oh, wow. Maybe less. I think it was a little less. The uh, that was a horrific pour. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to show you, I'm focusing on my podcasting, guys. Focusing on on the uh, placement in front of the microphone. It's 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 hard. It's a hard job, but someone has to do hey, it, right? Hey, the greenhouse is a little shaky, guys. You need to stop <laughs> shaking the tree. Maybe okay? you've had too much. Maybe you've had too much. Oh, cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers. So the very uh, so last week, when you think about it, and we were when we talked it up a couple weeks ago, or so that it was the one of the biggest weeks of Austin soccer, and we've said so that far. A lot, so far, we have we're going to have a supporter section that's going to be about thirty when the stadium is built in twenty twenty one. It's going to be about thirty four, thirty five, thirty six hundred seats. I think thirty seven hundred. It's it's in there somewhere. But if we had four, which we did, we had four four hundred and fifty people there. Yeah, and, and that's ten. That's ten percent of a supporter section showing up to a bar for a brand reveal for a supporters group for, for a, a team, team that, that doesn't, doesn't exist, exist yet. Wow. If you want to think about having how much excitement there is for soccer in Austin, it's a great test. It's for a it. great testament for that. We were pouring into the dogwood next door. We, the, the fire marshal came through because they were taking over that one little section there. And then the dogwood, we took over that. We were flowing out into the street. We, it was absolutely insane. We thought, we we ran out of merchandise really soon. The Austin FC people then showed up and they ran out of merchandise. The the brand reveal, the Austin Anthem shirt with the grackle was just an absolute hot commodity. Uh, we for those listening, we are working to get it more as fast as we can. So you know, stay tuned and uh, stay stay looking in on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, I think our, our I think our next big event on November the fourth. Uh, save the date, the early save the date. We'll mention it again later in the podcast, but. Um, we're just trying to nail down a location and a time for that, but I think that's a Sunday, November. So please keep that date open, November fourth. Yeah, I'm, I'm, what, I'm sure stuck, a lot of grackles will appear there. What stuck out to you about the event? Um, 
I, I want to speak for a moment about kind of how we rolled this out earlier in the week on all our socials. Uh, we we changed from uh, from our circle logo from the MLS and Austin circle logo that uh, Ryan Riggins also designed. Uh, we changed from that to um, just the text uh, Austin Anthem, and we kind of threw that out there first, just the name. That was and, that was fun to watch people like, what? How can you do that? There's nothing in the middle. They're just just asking for a, <laughs> for a something. Well, and then did you did you see the uh, Alistair McAllisters on Twitter posted their picture, which was a bunch of people mooning? <laughs> I just it, actually missed that. <laughs> Go back and check it out on Twitter because it was it was pretty funny. And so we had the we had the rollout where where we're off. you could you could tell by just looking at it there there was a hole there ready to go for something cool and new and um, just from our perspective knowing kind of what this is going to be and been holding it back for some time um, it, it, it it was it was just fabulous when it was actually there in front of all these people on the screens and we we revealed a flag too with the grackle on. So for there. those of you who weren't there, we actually had all the TV screens on the outside bar of Jack and Ginger's. And so when we actually came and did the the reveal, the TVs went to the logo with the grackle there. We had two a couple flags that that were revealed down. Huge cheers! It was uh, it was exciting. It was a really cool time. And uh, my I, th- I love the fact of having Ryan. Ryan actually said uh, earlier, I never thought I would actually get introduced by a sitting city council member. Remember Jimmy Flanagan? Oh, Flanagan was Flanagan there. Was there. Flanagan was there, dressed to the nine. He was in, in a full talks. tuxedo. He was going to somewhere else after that. But you he don't have to a, say that. He dressed up for us. That's all. That, that's what, all that matters. What we really, I don't, I don't know if anybody has a video of it, but he did the "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" in the tuxedo. Wow. It was perfect. <laughs> the whole place went nuts. So he he got up and spoke about his support for soccer and what it means for the city. Uh, Josh uh, Babetsky got up and talked uh, about what this means, and then Ryan then they did the reveal, and uh, Jay Torres got up and talked about our, the our guest last week. Yes, our guest. Yes, and so we had a full kind of line of run of show for that, and then once that was over, man, I mean, but it was we were scheduled from four to six. People were there at two o'clock. Well, like getting kinda, started, you kind of had to. And the way we gave away some of our little um, gift packs is you had to get a, a ticket. And a lot of people that that didn't get a ticket, and you're listening, uh, we're sorry. You know, you honestly, we were we were just finding the people that were there early, uh, but, and we were blown away by how. I mean, we expected we expected a couple hundred people. It was great. And, I mean, but to get double that was stunning. I was happy we were able to give some stuff away too because I mean yeah. I, I come away with the, away with the same things that almost everybody else got like t-shirt and I gave away all the stickers I had and everything too. So again this is this is just this has been our purpose all along is just to spread this love of Austin soccer. I mean we, we are we are very passionate about our city, about this sport and now I kind of feel vindicated in the fact that we now have uh, a name for our supporters group and it's something that with Anthem I mean that uh, I've watched soccer for a long time and watching international soccer, you always line up to an anthem and that's what really gets yep. the juices flowing and that gets you in your flow zone when you're, when you're there at, even as a fan or a player and you're there in the stands and ready to go. Like an anthem really just brings that to me. And just well, imagine what that's like when we're all in the stadium and we're, we're singing and chanting in together for that. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. And also just the fact that we have rebranded away from MLS in Austin, just the very reason we had to do it because we were successful in bringing yeah. Major League Soccer to Austin. MLS That's a cause Austin, for celebration. MLS in Austin was aspirational. This is operational now because we are we have a team that is going to be here. And now we have to put the operation, everything into effect of what is. I want to know from you guys, what's the best Grackle stuff you've seen this last week? 
seen some good stuff. Oh, on that. It will when they when Austin FC came out with the tree logo. You saw you saw you saw a lot of different varieties of uh, you know positive and negative kind of outlook on the logo. Most of it that I saw was that kind of comical if you if you think about it and talking about broccoli here and all this kind of L, with the hashtag L tree and and a lot of that you can kind of, you know puts a smile on your face just thinking about a grackle in austin i mean i made that mistake many times parking at the hb parking lot underneath <laughs> probably 200 300 grackles and and you see them all the time at sunset along the uh highland wires and and they just they, they stack up lovely and they're, they're singing songs to each other the whole time there, you know? there was a ian uh, uh austin anthem account retweeted ian zuzarlo's uh video oh that had all the Epic. grackles going across just yeah. What's that one uh, shopping center? I think it's in it's in your part of town, North Austin, that has just like a million grackles in it. There's like a I think it's like an H E B or a half price books or something in there. And there's just a million of them, and they're always just so loud. They're screaming. You got to be more specific on an H E B in North Austin, because how many H E Bs are there? In <laughs> All right, it's like at one eighty three and I thirty five. It's north, north, north for me. I never. I think yeah. the reason why I don't know is because I never really go north of the that's, river for anything. And 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 everywhere I look now, because I mean the grackles are everywhere, and so everywhere I look, I have a different appreciation for a grackle now. And and I know I'm, I'm seeing people. I'm seeing people go out of their way to take photos yeah. and of themselves next to a grackle with oh, Austin Anthem uh, on it. Shout out to Brock Williams. Who, uh, he did that, but I've seen, yeah, I've seen several. That was amazing where he was in flight, literally uh, yeah, in the frame. Cool. He was, the Brock grackles in flight. So, I, what was I, it? Hated by, what was it? Loved by most, hated by many? I guess, I yeah. <laughs> there, there was a, um, I was going into uh, the studios today at the Horn to, to do the throw-in, and we were, uh, what are you looking for? I was trying to make sure I got the quote right. Oh, okay. Um, we were. Sounds right to me. I was walking in, and in the, you know, it's a office space. There's doctor's offices down there, and one of the places is like a physical therapy place, and on their display, their main display, which you can see through the door, they had a, a stuffed grackle. And I was like, "Why? What? What does that have to do with anything?" But I loved it. It's beautiful. Yeah, the I love the love. What is it? I've got to hear the iconic great-tailed grackle, loved by many, hated by most. The grackle is notorious for its loud song and unapologetic attitude. The bird in our crest stands tall and proud, looking towards the things that lie ahead. Obviously, Thanks. fill in the blank. Amazing and soccer. I love unapologetic. That's probably my favorite word but in all of that because they so are. But also think about what our people, everyone says, what our relationship's going to be like with the league, all the people that are hating us because of the situation, everything else. You know, it's embracing it. it we are what we are going to be to a lot of people. And this kind of has a little bit of that, you know, we know that, and here we go. Yeah. It goes on to say, one foot is firmly planted. And I think that's what we are. We're a yeah. cornerstone to the support and just trying to get people well, also, together in the same bandwagon. And it, it's a lot easier for one supporters group to have that connection with the professional front office than, than for them to have to talk to 10 And how long groups. has that foot been planted? Austin soccer has been here for decades. Oh, yeah. This is a, this is, it's a building on that. Um, representing the core values we hold as a city and embody as an SG. The other foot is raised, ready to move forward in support of our club and stepping into a better, more unified Austin. So on that, how about we stop here, pause, let's get into the interview with Ryan, and he's going to walk through his uh, thought process and what we did to get through to the Grackle logo. And when we come back, we don't go away. We'll have a state of the reload and talk about uh, the, how you can get involved in the November 4th meeting. So Ryan, you've taken a bird that has eaten my food, uh, basically done bad things to my car. Uh, besides the squirrels at UT, it's probably the most hated animal in the city of Austin. 
but now you found a way to make me love it. How did, how did, what the heck, man? <laughs> the, the grackle really became the symbol for our SG primarily because of the feedback we got from our members. Uh, we put out a membership survey at the start of this branding process and the common feedback we got was grackles, grackles, grackles. And so uh, here we are today with a prominent bird right <laughs> on the center of our crest. Now you, do, you do this for a living. I mean, we're all volunteers. We all have it's it's been wonderful in this group to see so many different job types and people volunteering around uh, for us, uh, and from marketing to coding to this. But the design part, I mean, when you came in and we're like, "Hey, this is what I do." I know that uh, Josh uh, Babetsky and I were pretty darn excited to have somebody who really knew what they were doing, other than uh, our trying to just put together colors. Yeah, I uh, jumped in kind of head first. I, I've got a lot of experience in, in social media and marketing and branding, and I do this stuff on a daily basis, but never to this extent and never... Couldn't tell. Well, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear that. Because there are some people out on, that I've seen on reaction to this. They're like, this is too good to be grassroots. How did that have too good? I mean, I think that means that we're successful. We wanted to appear as, as legitimate as possible. We are a grassroots organization. We are 100% volunteer run. Uh, it takes a ton of time. This branding took a ton of time. What time of the day do you usually work on this? So I have I'm a, just laughing because I, I know it's like midnight. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a <laughs> one-year-old at home and a full-time career. And so my, my best work happens from the hours of 11 to 2. So... In the morning, not in, not in the normal <laughs> daylight hours. Describe, describe to me a little bit of the process that we went through, because we're almost up to the one-year anniversary of the uh, infamous Grant Wall tweet, mm -hmm. and but we're, I've been involved with this for a couple of years. Josh has been doing this for five years, lots of ideas, mm -hmm. but it, was, it, it wasn't just, hey, here's, here's what it is, go do this. Uh, describe the collaborative effort that went into get to figuring out this, like all the different ideas that we thought about and why this and the name represent the city. Sure. So we started off um, way back in January, really getting the ball rolling, talking about um, all the things that needed to go into the rebrand and, and sort of getting our ducks in a row in that regard. And I'd say the, the biggest steps forward, first, the thing I've already mentioned, the, the membership survey, we wanted to make sure that this rebrand was incorporated the feedback of our members. We didn't want to just do this as an organizational group uh, and say, here you go, hope you like it. We wanted to make sure that this represented our membership and our city. And so that was that was a big first step. And, and secondly, we got together as an organizational group and did a branding exercise meeting. We went through and talked about important things like messaging of who we want to be and and just importantly who, who the, we don't the, want to be those are the little cards that we like actually went through and decide talked about culture and the, what the city means to us and what exactly. soccer means to us and what 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 did you say yeah what we want to be and what do we want to be as a supporters group and culture exactly yeah which was fascinating to me not having done this kind of process very much in my career mm -hmm. but really how to actually translate that into the name. Yeah, the, that specific exercise is really fun because it, it uh, asks you things that may or may not be relevant and makes you consider them in your, your brand. And I think that led to a lot of really good conversations for us and set us up for success when we jumped into 
our different naming exercises and considered who we wanted to be. The example I always go to is one thing that that we wanted to be was inclusive to all. And one thing we did not want to be was brash. We don't want to be known as crazy ultras. Yeah. Ultras are not our, in our DNA. That's not our goal. That's not in, in my opinion, that's not in the American soccer landscape. And so we wanted to be something different with those, those messages and core values in mind. Something like the slaughter road ultras was not going to make the list because that (laughs) would go against our, our core values and our identity. For those of you not from Austin, there is a slaughter road in South, South, South Austin. It's a, it's a great name if you uh, <laughs> wanted to be rowdy, brawling ultras, but that's not who we are. That's true. The interesting part was just how when you, you talked about brand versus uh, the brand. Uh, talk about brand versus grassroots and what people sometimes associate and why we're talking about this as a brand and what it means moving forward. Personally, I don't understand the conflict that someone might have with a grassroots organization having a brand. I think that if you don't have one, you don't have a common visual representation or, or identity that helps unify you with the people in your organization. So from, from our perspective as, as a organizational team, it's absolutely essential to have a strong visual brand for our members to get behind and also to, to grow that membership throughout the city of Austin and, and throughout the country, frankly. Let's talk about uh, first the name, how we came across the name, and then uh, let's get into the, uh, the icon of the grackle itself. Maybe some of the uh, – not all. don't need to get into all the alternatives because there were hundreds mm-hmm. <laughs> of alternatives we went through. And uh, with, like some of the design revision process. I, and then I'd really love you to talk through the elements of the brand, like – and what what they mean. Sure. So starting off with the name, Austin Anthem is is our new name, in case you missed it. And the song of our city. The song of our city. Which is beautiful. Thank you. The reason we ended up on Anthem was because we were having lots of conversations about Austin being the live music capital of the world. Uh, We have such a rich music history here with famous artists from every genre and from many decades. So we wanted to make sure that that was represented at our core. Um, and we tossed around a, a ton of different ideas as to different names that we could go with, but really the, the definition of Anthem being a, a rally cry for all people to join together around, that's really what sold us on the name Anthem because this club and this supporters group, our, our purpose is to unite our city from all parts of town, north, south, east, and west, and come together around one, one common interest. It is our first professional sports, uh, major league sports franchise mm-hmm. in the city. So the idea that we get to come together around that first is also kind of amazing. So, mm-hmm. but I do like the it's the combination of the music heritage of the city along with the anthem of the the, the ability to unite the city. Mm-hmm. I love all of that. Yeah. Tell me about the tell me about the grackle. The grackle. First of all, I've I've learned way too much about grackles through this process. <laughs> Uh, Are you going to start raising them at home? Definitely now? not going to no. start raising them. You know, you know, what is that instead of the uh, the white things for the migratory? I don't know what you would need for grackles. Uh, Probably I, just a parking lot. I think and some Cheetos. And some Cheetos, yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe a cigarette butt. That would probably do it too, yeah. <laughs> um, man, we looked at every different kind of grackle there was. We made sure that we were featuring the right 
Austin unique grackle. I took a lot of work. We wanted to make sure the positioning was right. And ultimately we landed on, on a bird that is looking forward from left to right. When you look at the badge, standing tall and looking forward at the, the future and what it might hold, particularly as, as a supporters group that represents just the growth that's ahead of us and our opportunity to support the first professional sports team in Austin. Looking at his feet, we have one that is planted firmly, holding on to the, the core values of our city uh, and as our supporters group that we, we believe we embody. And the raised foot is, is ready to take a step forward into that future. We're excited about the things that are, are happening here and we're, we're ready to move forward. As somebody who's self-professed, uh, hated the idea of the grackles from the very beginning. Uh, I do have to admit, you've made me love them. So, the I, what we're go- we're gonna have so much fun with that. What is it? What did you say? The uh, there was so much catch when uh, it, when we had uh, the uh, party, the brand reveal at Jack and Ginger's. I, there must have been four or five hundred people there. It was incredible. It was uh, far more than I ever but expected. The, one of the loudest cheers, though, was when you said, "Loved by many, hated by most." <laughs> the place erupted. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty amazing. And in some ways, you know, we we know that when we start in the league, we are going to be loved by many and hated yep. by most. So it may, yeah, Twitter know, has it, made that very it, clear. It, it, all, uh, it all comes around. And so, you know, at some point when they come to Austin, they're going to have a great time. And I, what I love is the anthem is about uniting. So even when the folks come here, we may be enemies on the pitch, uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun uh, before and after. And uh, the anthem is part of that, that I think can be, it brings us together, but it also is, uh, brings us uh, together with the whole soccer community. Yeah. And I think that's something we are incredibly excited to be a part of. We've seen what other supporters groups have done and, and we're excited about the growth of this sport in our country. And we can't wait to have people at the, the local breweries around the stadium from other clubs so that we can hang out beforehand and get to know them, know their stories, know their passions and, and their love for their club. And then, you know, when it's 90 minutes plus on the pitch, we get to yell and, and you know, That's heckle right. each other. But uh, our goal is, is to... Heckle, call. Yeah, that? whatever we decide. <laughs> what's yeah. the, is that, what's it, uh, last question, and I know uh, we'll move on, but uh, what's it like to actually, I mean, you, you've created something that's iconic for the city now. I mean, I... If I was in your shoes and I had your talent, I'd be pretty darn proud and excited, and I'd be telling all my in-laws. Well, thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I definitely invited my parents to the the launch the other day, uh, and that was that was really fun to have them there. And man, it is it is awesome to see the support, particularly at Jack and Ginger's. That that I just have to thank everyone that showed up to that event once again. Um, you guys have have made this whole process what it is. We wouldn't be a supporters group without supporters, and so to see all those folks gathered to celebrate this brand launch with us is incredibly exciting. And it's awesome to see the shirts around the stickers around. I love looking on Twitter and seeing all the, the responses from folks that the are sticker, really excited. The, and the sticker with that looks so good next to my Austin FC sticker on my car. You know, I mean, we, uh, we may or may not have planned that. <laughs> we saw, we saw what they did and you could, we could tweak a few things. It's perfect. Yeah. The, uh, that's awesome. Way. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We're excited. Uh, if uh, we'll be talking more in the podcast coming up about uh, uh, volunteer events and things to get involved, in, and and you'll be there. And yes, and uh, great job. Thank you. Thank you. And that was the illustrious Ryan Riggins. I'm trying to think of like, is, is he okay with that that moniker? I, I, 
we could figure a lot, lots of monikers for the for Ryan the design extraordinaire. Uh, what else? Uh, the the mad the ma- mad. Uh, there's there's got to be a few, right? Yeah, the, we can come up. Anyway, it was beautiful, right? The Are Paul you, Ive, the, right? The, the, tear, the Apple guy. I don't know, but the tear in your eyes right now. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hold on, I need a minute. As long as Ryan could say aluminium. 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 Yes. Aluminum. So, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Ryan's Ryan did a an absolute incredible job. We had people. We had people like I mean, you heard in that they were just like saying, "Hey, this is too good to be grassroots," and we're like, "Well, it it can be that good because the professionals that are doing it are that good." Grassroots doesn't have to stay at the grassroots level. I, I mean, mean, grassroots is like you know, it's not clip art here. This is. This is work. I mean, we put to. I mean, we went. It was so many different gr- ideas on this. We want to do the. He took. So, he worked so hard on this. It's and, and collectively, and it shows. Collectively, we want to do the best job that we can. So, so someone doesn't look at us and say, "Oh, these guys look kind of rinky dink. These guys are. These guys are 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 doing just, this fifty percent or something." You I know? just thought it was funny. Like if we if it was bad, people would have been, "Ah, oh, see, they suck. They're grassroots." Or if, but now it's too good. Uh, which is funny. We did get a mention on the uh, Columbus-based Massive Report podcast. They, they, they obviously they? don't know what's really going on with Austin Anthem, and they uh, think it's a PSV. You listen to every podcast on uh, Earth. I got to do my due diligence, baby. Always come up. There's always a new soccer podcast that I'm still discovering to that this day, man. What's your What's your favorite right now? Uh, Besides have, us, I don't have a favorite. I was going to say no, it's us, right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> he listens to his own voice every week. It's on loop. It's on while he's delivering packages. Yeah, what did they say? What did the math? I didn't hear it. Um, so, so they kind of got they did the old the old getting the MLS to ATX confused with MLS and Austin Group, uh, right? And uh, so yeah. if if you're one of those who who and and, and this email snafu, uh, I say this in air quotes because honestly, what happened was these guys in Columbus. Yeah, no, can we t- can we talk about the drama a little bit? Because Absolutely. as someone, what was, are we doing here? No, well, that was my question because as someone who was outside of the whole thing, when that when that came out, I was like, uh, what, what? I had to do what a do Taylor. Mean? I had to do a Taylor Twelman on that because yeah. he's the one who brought it up because he he has an assumption that he believes that part to be so, true. So so explain the explain what happened and explain what happened with ESPN. Everyone knows that there's people in Columbus that want to be abreast of the situation here in Austin. That's why I mean we've had people in our mentions all the time since since October 17th of last year. Easy. Um just just wanting to see what's going down, right? No, and I mean we're the same way to be honest. Like we want to know what's going on, yeah. on in the Columbus side of things too. Like, I never we, I never signed up. I have listened to the Massive podcast. I listened to one episode of Aces Radio when Sean, <laughs> when, when Sean Kelly was on there. Okay. Cuz Sean was on there. I had to yeah, say Sean. Had, Sean's had, a good guy. Sean was much dude. better on the Atomic Soccer podcast. That was really, that was really good. That's actually another one. And they have Atomic Soccer now. That's another one you should listen to. Yeah. I'm sure you do. I, why, I was going to say, why are you giving him <laughs> podcast advice? I'm, I meant that metaphorically that the audience, you. How about that? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I, I believe you. Thank you. But anyway, continue. continue. Yeah. So uh, obviously these people are going to sign up for newsletters. You're, you're going to accept cookies. You're going to, you're going to get on a newsletter so you can know what's going on. And, 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 and well, that's, that's, it goes back to what happened before Dallas, right? We had, that's why Armand Kafai and John Arnold and all these Dallas based Dallas morning news were wanting to do these stories because this was something out of our personal communication. This wasn't something that MLS to ATX was putting out. So now MLS to ATX did send out an email to their list saying, Hey, come to the, uh, come to this brand launch reveal for the Austin supporters group. And this was because and we, we asked them nicely. Oh, Hey, we're going to do you, an event. We're going to do an event. Would you like to come and give out some Austin FC stuff and, and things like that? And they agreed. So they sent out an email to their list 
And then what? Then the Columbus people who you said. Yeah, they, they essentially just uh, took a screenshot, threw it on Twitter, and then everybody else just kind of retweeted it. Because if you hashtag save the crew, whatever, you get and all they these. they automatically assumed the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so literally it was people that did you know, sign up and, and to the point where, well, well, yeah, you had Taylor Twellman and I think it was Derek Ray that were on a halftime, um, halftime show and was on like, ESPN. this is ridiculous. Like why is prequel? Wait, do your Taylor Twellman. I did mine. Um, this is ridiculous. There you go. Right, you yeah. gotta, you gotta, <laughs> the arm flailing is extra that Zach's you don't really it. get on the <laughs> podcast. It reminds me of the Muppet babies and they're just throwing their hands in the air. <laughs> Gonzo's flying around. <laughs> yeah. That's fun to do. <laughs> And, and so you, yeah, and, Taylor Twelman Muppet Babies. And Sorry I, about that. And I get just, that. Just, just do it if you're if you're listening at home right now. Just, just take a minute, around. throw your arms up in the air, and go. Say, what are, you what are we doing? God, that does feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Unless you're driving. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And so, all right. Um, um, and and this is this is the first time that we've heard about Austin <laughs> Anthem, right? This is this is this is our brand reveal. And so, literally, in 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 a good way, it does get that name out there a little bit more. But but but. What are the, but but they they were absolutely completely wrong. Yeah, Taylor Twellman had to had to tweet out a, re, a retraction the next day. It was kind of a half-hearted. It was like PSV spokesman says that all of the email they scrubbed and looked at every email. Yeah, I was like, well, how about you say you were wrong? Yeah, no, or like you don't need to apologize, but just take ownership of the situation. Right. right. Yeah. The way he put it was, it sounded like he didn't believe the response, but yeah. he had to, he had to put out what he had to put out. And like it kind of came higher up. Like, hey, you know, you were wrong. You were wrong. All right. Well, a PSV spokesman says it was which, a retraction. Yeah, it basically, was, it was it was a half retraction on Taylor's part, a full retraction on ESPN's part. Yeah. And I get how it fits into that that false narrative that um, that if Taylor Twelman listens to this podcast, I'm happy to hear his side of the story. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, and that that, that would make a great. Uh, <laughs> Content for the next episode. I have a feeling so. he probably doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, probably not. But maybe I don't know. Maybe we've met Alexi and we've met Rob. And uh, Rob Stone, he who sleeps in a suit, probably uh, is my guess. But uh, I bet he listens to this. He could he could put on a word for us. What's is, up, Rob is Fox Stone? Sports hiring? Uh, sure. Either of you guys, if you're listening, help a brother out. Help, yeah. What's up, Alexi Lalas? What's up, Rob Stone? There you there go. You go. <laughs> yeah, and so this comes we in. Throw time. Phil West in there. Oh hey, he's, oh, he's, what's he's, up, Phil West? <laughs> I finally got my book signed. I saw him not too long ago. I've got both good of his guy. books down there. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, so this comes at a time where, where this, there was narrative. Um, we've already had uh, crew employees being, being called out by other people in Columbus. And, and, and people have to come to their, to their rescue and defend them and say, these guys are doing this, uh, doing this work in a very harsh situation where they're getting name called just like we were. Uh, they're getting literal uh, physical threats against them because they work in the front office of Columbus. And, and so the fact that they, you know, I don't think that they would go sending something out like that. And there's completely different lists from what's happening down here in Austin. So completely different lists, completely different. I mean, the MLS to ATX is completely separate. Yeah. It's something that we've said time and time again. And I mean, the MLS in Austin is completely separate from MLS to ATX. Let's, just again, run one all more time. Together. And it, again, and, and MLS I'm, in Austin is no more, no longer MLS in Austin. No, and we're, what we're really <laughs> hoping is that this brand launch kind of will help separate those identities Thank even more point. than they already have. So let's 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 uh, move to state of the reload. State and of the reload. We have a song for that, don't we? On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road again. So, the state of the reload. The state where, of the reload. Where are we? Everyone wants to know where we're at. We've, we've, we, there's yeah. so many things that are holding this up because everything is, to, to what I feel, is all set in stone, I, I imagine. I kid you not, probably 
four to five times this week because I have Austin FC and Austin Anthem stickers on my car. I'm at a parking lot, so I'm talking to somewhere. People walk by, and they're like, when is the team coming here? I wore my Austin FC shirt uh, uh, on a business trip just in the airport, and two or three people in the Austin airport are asking me, when is the team? That's all they want to know. Is it, and, is it, and I have more, one or two are like, well, there's no way it's happening in 2019. That's too close. Is it going to be 2020? That's fine. You know, when it, do they just want to know. So what's the, what is the latest? What do, we, what do we know? I honestly think the target is still for next season. I don't think they're necessarily waiting for playoffs because I think Columbus Crew is going to be a playoff team. Uh, we've got, they're slipping. They've, they've, they just got drilled this week. Yeah, and, 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 and well, I was in Portland uh, on a Wednesday night. That's they, right. they, they Shut s- up, man. They, <laughs> they sold it out, 21,144. No, I'm s- just saying, like, no, Columbus, Columbus – don't, don't be shocked by that. Columbus needs to win one of their last two games in order to be able to make the playoffs because otherwise D.C. United is coming up fast. They beat Chicago today. Rooney scored a, a brace. Yeah. Do not be shocked by Portland selling out because they have done that every single right. game since so they So the state the of the league. reload. What if you, so if you're not following this as deeply as – so what we – What's happening right now is Major League Soccer has not stated officially that the team is officially starting in 2019 or 2020. So by contract, what the front office in Columbus had to do was, by, by contract, send out uh, season, ticket season ticket renewals already. So that was, that was pretty weird. With, with a little caveat that said, you know, if there's no team playing at Mopfrey Stadium, you get your money back. Right. So we're sitting there, we're we're trying to, like, Figure this out and read the read the tea leaves. You know, do our own little uh, you know under reading of what's going on here. My my thought. So the schedule is scheduling. So the schedule has to be is usually released first of January, right? Right. And so they have to have that done by the end of the season. So that's yeah you know, the the MLS Cup on December 9th or so. Eighth. Eighth. Yes. Thank you. So sometime in that window, if they don't have an Austin schedule, then there's not going to be an Austin 2019. Uh, so they must be, they must be working on a Columbus schedule as just in case as well. Cause if this, if the league hasn't fully said, Hey, you're moving or you're not moving, then you have to prepare for every eventuality. And that's all I can think of that they're doing right now well, th- by selling the season tickets, because they've got to be ready in case they don't move next year. Can you imagine what next year would be like as a lame duck? Well, doesn't I mean, that, it's going to be worse than this year. It's the Oakland Raiders. It's like worse than that. Doesn't that substantiate what Don Garber and MLS have been saying this whole time though, that there, that there are parallel paths. Is it, does this fall along? That is a good point. Um, that's what I told Sean Kelly. His uh, documentary should be called by the way. Oh, it, that's it's got a ring to it. Parallel paths. Yeah, it wasn't it. my idea. He said that was an mm. idea from somebody else, but it is a it is a great name for it. Yeah, um, because if 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 you're working, if the Columbus Partnership really is doing their due diligence and having meetings with MLS and trying to work something out, I mean, regardless of what it is, if they keep the team, that's great. If 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 they can get a situation where where the where like like San Jose and the team moves and then they can get another team and, and build or if they actually if there are these mysterious investors that they keep tell, we keep reading about then you know maybe so that's the thing what we don't know we don't know right now all we do know is that season ticket renewals have gone out for Columbus so they must be planning for schedules of some kind for 2019 in case Austin isn't the move and only the league only the league can say whether or not that's happening whether or not that has anything to do with the lawsuit that's that's kind of rolling along, I honestly don't think it. I don't. I don't know if it does any more than it does as far as uh, 
I don't think it has anything to do with it legally. I think it has a lot to do with it perception-wise in, in PR land. Yeah. In PR land. There's nothing to get excited about in Columbus. There is no real true stadium plan. All, we have seen a few images, but those, I mean, those weren't totally, even... That wasn't those even... Weren't like even an, that wasn't an it imagine. was an image. It wasn't necessarily a plan. Mm-hmm. Correct me if there I'm could, wrong. I mean, what Josh, you're saying is there could be things going on behind the scenes that Major League Soccer is trying to work out to make soccer happen in Columbus that we don't know about. Oh, yeah. And so potentially if that happens, then yeah, they, they announced that for 2019 and they say Austin gets an expansion with Precord as the owner in 2020. That's an, that's an option. I, you know, the other is, you know, 20, it's just, we've just had to wait and we're going to have a really short runway for 2019 for Austin. But either way, I mean, I can't see a scenario where we don't know about 2019 in, without it being in the next 60 days. Yeah, so we, there's definitely a lot to be excited about here in Austin, and I think it all starts um, this coming Friday with a Texas OU women's soccer game coming up at UT. Yeah, you've got the the scarf right here, this burnt orange and white longhorn scarf. A little bit extra orange in it because I, of a beer spill, but yes, continue. The the Texas women have been doing great. Um, and this area with Texas Division One women's soccer is is a hotbed. You've got Texas A&M down the road. That's amazing. You've got lots of D1 schools in the South, uh, like like my Razorbacks that have been on fire lately. Um, Alabama. You've got uh, uh, Florida. It's got a great program too. Yes. So. so we've got UT. We got UTOU women's soccer on the twelfth, Friday the twelfth, seven p.m. I think. Do we have we have some fr- tickets we're giving away to Ch- Tigris uh, uh, Chivas? But do we have tickets? That we're giving away to... Uh, I'm not sure if we're giving them away. I mean, honestly, you want to go out and support the Texas women's soccer team just because of how good they are. Yeah. And they, they've check been good for Facebook, years now. Check out the event on our Facebook and sign up. We're going to have a whole group there. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're trying to support uh, the support women's soccer. And UT women's soccer is a great team. They deserve our support. And yeah. so we're excited to be working in partnership with UT soccer for that. Yeah, we've sat and, down with the UT women, or actually, the, I guess, the sports coordination. And we, we want to have that partnership with uh, currently the best soccer team in Austin is the women's team, correct? I would I would agree. And so, uh, yeah, we want. Does that make us the official soccer podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, come on. So the next day, the next day is uh, at Dell Diamond again for another Liga MX uh, match: the Tigres versus Chivas. Yeah, um, and those have always been fun. They do a great oh. job of converting Dell Diamond into a soccer stadium. Uh, That's going to be amazing. So, if you're thinking about the state of the Relo and you're wanting to see what a soccer stadium might look like, or what it would feel like, what even. it would feel like, both of these venues are. I mean, logically, on the list of what should be a good. I mean, there are other options around Austin, and we've talked about House Hunters on that. But these, in my opinion, are two of the would be two of the best. And I'm excited to go to a UT to a UT women's soccer game again and see that, and then to go back out to the Dell Diamond again. It's just great. there's a lot of soccer coming up here. Yeah. And yeah. next is November fourth. November fourth. Um, again, this just to save the date. Make sure you got that in your calendar. We, we, that's going to be an organizational style meeting. We're trying to do it somewhere central or south, and it's going to be a place where we've got lots of things on the... Thank you. Yeah, for, <laughs> for, yes. for the south. Right. For oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be a place where if you, if, you, if you have an idea or if you want a new role with uh, the organization team, 
uh, we're going to have those opportunities because Did you see the stack of volunteer forms that came from Saturday. Last I have week? a buddy of mine actually that was out at the Jack and Ginger's event that uh, said he met you. He saw you. He said you guys oh, yeah. were great. Uh, yeah. Rick over from uh, Spectrum okay. News. Mm-hmm. Yep. The stack of volunteer forms we got from. Yeah, he from, said he he signed up to volunteer. Huge. So if you signed up from if you signed up at Jack and Ginger's, you're going to be getting an email about this. And if you haven't, get on to our mailing list at uh, austinanthem.org. I almost said mlsinaustin.org. <laughs> it's going to take some getting used to. And this is this is what podcast? This is the Austin Anthem podcast. There it is. The yeah. longest running Major League Soccer podcast in Austin. Very good. Yes, with Krista Dalides running the mic. Now, so November 4th is your chance to come out. And let's start talking actually of like real things of you want to do. How do you want to get involved? What do you want to do on game day? Do you want to be... The guy, uh, the, well, people might not know the term, the capos, the people that lead songs and chants, the TIFOs, the people that actually help paint and uh, make the, uh, the big, huge banners that get dropped from the, from the rooftops. Do you want to be uh, drums? Do you have musical talent? Uh, drums and uh, all other kinds of instruments. What other, uh, what other th- I mean, there's... Yeah, a game day, there's lots of preparation even before the game kicks off. So it's getting people yeah. in there to to hang up the banners and to take down the banners. Uh, there, there's a lot more. There's a, there's very introverted jobs and very extroverted jobs, too. I want to hear, are you good at, uh, I want to find people who are good at writing songs and chants. We need some really exciting, fun We've got some good ones, but we need we need yeah. There's there's, better, so there's many, more talented people. Absolutely, so many talented people in Austin. And there's so this. many there's so many talented people. You hit the nail on the head there, Andrew. There's so many people in Austin that have uh, already come out of the woodworks and shown what they can do. There, this is a very creative city. Whether it be songwriters or whether it be artists, there's so much that you can do to help support what we see as a great vision for being a supporters group here in Austin. And we want you to be a part of that vision. Like you, like you were at uh, Jack and Ginger's and at this next event on the, uh, your next opportunity to be involved is uh, November 4th. I, I think, was it, what were we saying? Was it possibly going to be at the, at whole foods? Um, it, it's in the conversation. On, on the Mars. That was one. The other was like further South even maybe. Yeah. No, nothing's confirmed yet. Stick to our, our okay. socials. Um, then and, don't then disregard what I just said. And we'll, we'll also have a newsletter that's going to go out. That's <laughs> going to tell you exactly where it's going to be. Again, it's, it needs to be a place where we can accommodate a lot of people. And uh, if you, if you, everybody's got a special gift and a talent. So we're going to find a place for you to, 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 to use that and to exercise that because Austin Anthem, we were a supporters group that has this this initiative to want to get this done together. And we're a supporters group that has the personality. I mean, obviously, having a grackle that, that has a huge personality to it. And, and I think the way we've been setting out to do this, we have those tactics. And, and, and you translate that to the soccer field. And that's knowing what to do, essentially. So I think we're that group. And uh, we just thank all our listeners that are out there that are already part of this. And for- You guys have made the last year amazing. Yeah. And it's been an incredible year of soccer in Austin, Texas. And I cannot wait for the next Yeah. Year. Huge shout out to all the new listeners out there that are our part of the Austin Anthem. Yeah, cheers, cheers to you guys. Um, and, uh, and all your friends that you tell and that are new to this podcast. And so, Doesn't it feel so good to be able to drink during a podcast again? again these eight, we, need the, to, we need to have more evening podcasts. No more of this morning a.m. The 9 a.m. Yeah, breakfast taco is not bad, but yeah, this is better. Yeah. Yeah. We're, all we're, right. I'm not a mimosa you, guy. <laughs> and have, you guys, have you guys had dinner? Uh, let's go. There's a great right. barbecue food truck right down the road from here. All right. I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, a huge shout out to Zlatan for 21 goals in half a season. Amazing. we got the playoffs coming up. You've got that to look forward to. We're going to have some watch parties, I'm sure. Absolutely. Otherwise, we're going to get out and go watch at your favorite bar. Um, huge shout out to our local Austin Mint Soccer Association amateur Celtic Cowboys. They won the first uh, group stage game of the U.S. Open Cup that 
Houston just won down in Houston. So and, and they had zero people in the stands. So we obviously want to be that team. There were like twelve thousand or thirteen thousand. Yeah, you know, it's not twenty like we're gonna do. But that's and right. And and Portland's expanding and hopefully we get to the point where we expand. It starts here. It starts here with us. It starts here with the things that we're doing. A huge thanks to all you guys, all your listeners, and just enjoy your Austin soccer. Austin Anthem. Uh,